You're listening to Age of Reason, brought to you by Frozen Frame Productions. So today I just want to do a quick update what's going on. So first of all, obviously I'm still alive. Uh, I've been just very, very sick. What happened was I had a a very bad food poisoning actually uh, over a year ago. And for some reason my body just still can't really adjust. It's been awful. Uh, I, I just feel bad most of the time. And I started taking new medicine, but it's very strong. So... I, it's very hard to get out of bed recently and it's so today was not too bad and I can do I can do this show but uh, if I wake up at like 3 or 4 p.m. then the rest of my day feels completely broken and that's that's kind of what's going on so today what I wanted to do is just a, a very quick update on the show and what I see for the future I posted this a while ago. Well, actually, yeah, it, it was a long time ago. I just want to make sure that people understand what this page is about and what the show is about. Just let me let me fix this little guy here. Uh, I don't give much wiggle room when it comes to these rules. Just let me make it a little bit smaller. So first of all, this page does not exist to spread junk science. If you come there and you have your superstitions and you know, you believe in ghosts or you honestly believe that Bigfoot is real or the Loch Ness Monster is real, my page is not for this kind of speculation. So, you know, you have the choice, man. You can go to other pages and enjoy that stuff there. Not here. Uh, I don't promote fake experts. This is a very common strategy by, let's say, the fossil fuel industry. They will hire, or, or actually religion. They will hire some experts in the field, which if you look into them a little bit, you'll find out that, oh, wow, these people don't have any peer-reviewed papers. And there's just no need to really listen to such people. Life is not that long. So if you waste it on listening to fake experts, uh, you're really just wasting your time, I think. Uh, The third one is uh, like conspiracy, basically. Uh, You know, you can say that, well, certain conspiracies have turned out true and it's it's true, yes. But you have to look at it on a bigger scene. So what are conspiracy theories? Well, you know, like anti-vaxxers are definitely a conspiracy or the people who think uh, we never landed on the moon that's definitely a conspiracy and again if you believe in those that's great for you but uh, we're gonna clash on the page you know so I want to avoid this type of situation so please avoid that Uh, number four is pretty straightforward don't spread theism on my page so if you're a religious person uh, you'll know that my page is Uh, it's an atheist page okay so like don't expect me to uh, reinforce your delusions which jumps into point five anyway and then uh, so what does this page exist for well it's to share uh, factually correct and up-to-date science so I try to read as much as possible on climate change articles in particular and uh, usually they go through a vetting process so these articles are already checked by some at least students in the field. I'm not gonna even say professors or teachers. So I do my best to get 
uh, verified information. Uh, it's better for me also. I save time as well because I don't have to really, you know, kind of dig deep into something. I know that other people have already at least looked at it. So that's that helps. Uh, this page exists to fight irrationality and absence of common sense. Well, yes, uh, common sense, not everybody has it. I definitely noticed that a lot when arguing online with people. Uh, things that are absolutely, I would, I would have thought common sense by now. I discovered that they're not. Uh, number three, fight theism. Well, yes, because I'm an atheist and an anti-theist. Uh, we'll go into some memes later on, and then uh, teach how to apply logic and reasons reason rules properly. So yeah, this is a whole branch, sub-branch, I should say, of philosophy, uh, logic and reason. And I urge everybody to study it because, man, you, uh, you'll understand why people make a lot of logical fallacies, they're called that, and uh, how to avoid them. And, and it really helps to, to do that. Uh, so, of course, I've been away for like three, four months now. It's a long time, I know. So there's a couple of things that happened, of course. And I just want to briefly go over them. So first of all, the Brexit thing. I'm not even British, actually, at all. Uh, I just thought it's funny because it just keeps... We keep hearing about it and it's just not happening and it's not happening. So somebody posted this picture and it says the year is 2192. The British Prime Minister visits Brussels to ask for an extension of the Brexit deadline. So yeah, because we keep hearing about it and it's not happening. So I just thought it's pretty funny. Uh, so the next one is uh, from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Science literacy is a vaccine against the charlatans of the world that would exploit your ignorance. That absolutely 100% agree with that. Uh, if you're not, I mean, just talk to religious people. I mean, you start reading the Bible and it says already, uh, you know, God created the, the world in like five, five or six days or something, or in a week. And the first question is, how did he do that? What is the, like the physical process of that? Did he just whisper a spell and then, ooh, we have planet Earth? Or is there a more complicated process involved? And in fact, we know that there is. And the Bible does not offer any answers how the earth came to be. So science literacy is very important. Uh, this is another one related, of course, to that. So, you know, we have software uh, license agreements. And I, I never read those, okay? Because I know a little bit what it says. And I probably should read it. We probably all should read what Facebook says, for example. But uh, a lot of people, we don't have the time. So we just click, I agree, and, you know, we close the screen. And I feel that it's exactly the same with the religious people. They don't read the Bible, and they just agree to it. How do I know that? Because I've never met, really, a theist that has read the Bible. If you read the Bible honestly, you'd be an atheist. It's as simple as that. There's really nothing in there. Uh, as soon as you start deconstructing it, there's nothing in there that would say, well, maybe the Bible has some legit points. There's nothing in there that may would make you think like that. Uh, religion gives conmen a platform to legally scam people. This is absolutely true. Uh, there was this ridiculous story recently with Kanye West or something. He he bragged about not paying taxes because 
yeah, he's now big into religion or something. And I'm just thinking like, well, this is ridiculous. Just tax the churches. The argument against that is, well, if you tax the churches, then, you know, they have the kind of legal right to, um, like, influence politics. But excuse me, they already do that. It's already happening. So, just tax them. Period. Uh, there's another one from Neil deGrasse Tyson here. Uh, this is related to the Bible. So, he's talking about, uh, you know, the second coming, the stars will fall out of the sky and land on the earth. And he says that to even write that means that you don't know what these things are. And again, you have to go back to those days. Indeed, people did not know what stars were. And we they had the model where, you know, the earth was at the center of the universe and everything else was ar rotating around it. Okay, we know that for a fact that's not true. We have examples of other solar systems out there. So we know that usually the star, well, actually always, the star is at the center of of this solar system of the sun system and then most of the time there is a supermassive black hole in at the center of all the galaxies so we know more or less how that works uh, there is no wiggle room here you can't argue for you know a flat earth or etc there's just not enough supporting evidence for this position i'm sorry and this is another one so so this is the the average person the average thinker usually reads a lot of books i read a lot of stuff from the internet because i have a problem reading i have a problem with my eye tracking so every time i read my eyes keep jumping to to the next words all the time and then i completely lose focus and i can't do that i didn't know about this problem really or i mean i knew about it but i didn't know what it was called so i know it's now called like the eye tracking problem and many people have it but i i can read from the screen though so that's okay uh, in contrast to the average religious person, uh, the only book that they read, and they don't even read it entirely, what they do is they cherry-pick passages that they like, and they ignore the, the, the bad parts. So yeah, but this is the only book that they uh, use as a reference. It's pretty disappointing. Uh, and of course, yeah, the rapture thing, for example, yeah, so this I hear all the time because I'm I have like certain fake Facebook accounts which are on Christian groups and they talk about the rapture they still go about it they still go on about it and this has been going on forever people who have been believing in Christianity have been saying that Jesus Christ is coming back in their lifetime and they've been saying that for hundreds and hundreds of years and it still hasn't happened guess what it's not gonna happen stop dreaming wake up uh, the, also, the interesting part also is that these people who, you know, peddle kind of conspiracy theories or religion, most of the time they don't know how to spell and they make horrible grammatical mistakes. So there is a direct correlation here between a lack of education and high religiosity, at least for me anyway. That's how I approach this show. So again, if you strongly disagree with the opinion, that's fine, you can do that. And, you know, if you want to argue perhaps for, a, if you want to strongly argue against that, uh, probably my page is not for you. There's other pages to join, man. Go explore Facebook, you know? But I'm pretty uh, straight when it comes to that. 
just want to briefly talk about politics. Uh, so a lot of people in the U.S. wonder why our political system is such a mess. And I just say, show them this picture, please, because that's enough. That's enough to shut them up anyway. So this is uh, Representative Mike Lee, I think. And he actually brought a picture. This is a, this is a real picture, okay? I'm not saying this, this is not a joke or this is not an ex exaggeration. This is a real picture. So this person brought a huge-ass poster of, yes, President Ronald Reagan, who's riding a velociraptor. And he actually used it as some kind of example to prove some point. This is why our political system is a mess. This is because we allowed this type of fantasy thinking into our universe and we just keep reinforcing it. We keep promoting stupidity. Stupidity is promoted and intelligent shows like mine or the Jimmy Dore show or Secular Talk with Kalkulinski, they don't get as wide audience. And this is not just in politics, this is also in the movies, in the music industry. The most stupid songs out there are usually ranked like, you know, in the top 50 of the billboard. That's just a fact. I, I just want to briefly talk about this as well. This was actually from my one of the, my previous shows I did, which I recommend people watch. I think it's episode 31 or something. Uh, this is an official transcript from a DNC lawsuit. So if you remember, or I just want to remind to people that in 2016, when it was Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton basically rigged the entire process to win, to win, even though she had it in the bag already, because basically she had almost the entire party in her pocket, uh, the superdelegates thing, etc. Remember how they were cheating people like that? They automatically assumed that all the superdelegates were on Hillary Clinton's side. So every time they were reporting some, some polls, they kind of poisoned the mind of people to say, well, look, Bernie Sanders has no chance because look at the numbers. Uh, and there were, of course, there was the whole fiasco with Debbie Wasserman Schultz, etc., etc. Anyway, there was a lawsuit that came from that. A lot of people don't even know about it because they don't really read the news. But this is official. You can look it up. And here's what the lawyer for the Democratic Party said. Here where you have a party that's saying, we're going to, you know, choose our standard bearer and we're going to follow these general rules on the road, which are, which we are voluntarily deciding. We could have, and we could have voluntarily decided that, look, we're going to go into the back rooms like they used to. So he admits actually that that's how it used to work. And we could have smoked cigars and picked the candidate that way. That's not the way it was done, but they could have. This is incredible. So he's actually admitting that the DNC could have gone into back rooms and just basically decided the candidate for you. Forget the primaries, forget that. Or they could have rigged the whole thing. And guess what? They did anyway. So that to me was like a, a smoking gun. It's like people say vote blue no matter who. Show them this one. Show them this picture. Because if you just want another rigged process and another, you know, corporate Democrat to come along and not do anything, basically, then please go ahead. Go ahead and shoot yourself in the foot one more time. But uh, I'm not going to make that mistake. 
the reason why we have this political system also is because things have not changed. So, you know, you look at this graph, uh, this probably comes from the Department of Economics or something. Uh, you see that productivity is rising. It has been rising steadily since 1972, but the pay for the middle class has barely, barely gone up. And that's why we have people like Trump, even though, yes, they, of course, they say, they absolutely say fake promises, etc. But that's enough. Some people just need a shred of hope uh, and they vote on that. Maybe, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. Obviously, with Trump, it did not happen. But that's okay. I mean, at least you need to promise people something. Uh, with Hillary Clinton, for example, it's very difficult to say, well, what the hell did she promise to the people? She didn't even campaign in some places because she just automatically uh, assumed she was entitled to our votes. And that's why you got Trump. Uh, also, like if you look at the current crop of people, so you have, for example, I don't know, there are some people in the field, which honestly, if I ask you uh, to name even their main issue, you're not going to be able to tell me, for example, what is Kamala Harris's main issue? What is Cory Booker's main issue? Crickets, right? Don't know. Uh, but if you look at people like, okay, Elizabeth Warren, for example, even that's a bit of a stretch, but you can say, okay, well, she's she's going to be tough on Wall Street, etc. That's, that's a thing. That's a real thing. That's a real argument you can use. Uh, Bernie Sanders, it's Medicare for all, ending the wars, etc. Uh, even Andrew Yang, what's his big thing? UBI, right? But a lot of the other people, honestly, you, you wouldn't know what they're running for. Uh, you don't know their positions. Uh, this is a good one also. I like to show people. So uh, who wants change? Everybody puts their hand up. And who wants to change? Everybody stays quiet. So uh, this is more about climate change here. Uh, to, to fight climate change, we have to change. We have to change our habits. That is an undeniable fact. Uh, we can't go on business as usual. We can't like eat as much meat as before, etc. All of that has to change. But in reality, a lot of people, I think, just kind of ignore that part. Uh, I honestly don't see a lot of people at the supermarket, for example, really paying attention to what they're buying. We know I live in, in Japan, so we have Indonesia kind of next door. And you know that Indonesia has a lot of fires, they burn a lot of forests, and they replace that with palm oil trees. And palm oil is used in a lot of products like, you know, potato chips, etc. Honestly, you want to tell me that you can't live without dirty, like, oily potato chips? Of course you can. But people don't think about that. They just go and they take a bag and they throw it into their basket and done. But there's a lot of things going on there. People need to really pay attention to what they're buying. Uh, this is a kind of funny one, the climate change. So first of all, we deny for a long time. We just say it's not happening. And then we say, well, okay, it is happening, but it's not caused by us. And then a brief time there, it's like, oops. And then finally... Uh, it's game over because it's too late. We wasted too much time arguing about it. So on my page, you know my position. I approach it from science. Science is pretty clear. Science says that we're responsible. 
look, there's like nearly 8 billion, or I think actually 8 billion people out there. There's a lot of emissions, okay? We all cause emissions, some more than others. So it's gonna change, it's gonna take a change from both industry, yes, industry has to change, but the people too. You know, maybe if it's not uh, such a hot day, maybe you can use the fan instead of running the air conditioner uh, or in the car instead of again running the AC unit you could open the window these tiny things right but they all accumulate they all add up to something so we have to pay attention to that uh, this is just another one uh, it's a related one I'm not sure which, which country this is actually I have no idea it could be US or Canada uh, it says the, the pictures here basically says like don't throw th things outside and if you do throw things outside the hammer there represents a $500 fine so I just want to briefly talk about this people say that oh look at Japan Japan is very clean sorry Japan is not very clean you go outside anywhere and you see garbage so it's like uh, you know kind of like bags plastic bags thrown around or empty bottles lying around uh, cigarette buds in some places uh, other garbage you go to some beaches and you just see that that thing everywhere if you want a good example of actually cleanliness I suggest people go to Taipei check out Taipei because I went there and it's a big city and I honestly was sometimes looking for trash on the streets and I just couldn't find any. So Japan is not a good example. But if people don't learn that, okay, I should not throw things outside, then I'm sorry, but the only way then is to hurt your wallet and it's to find people. So in China, they have this thing going on with the cameras. They... They, they record everybody and everybody has a social score. So I can see how that system can be abused, okay? Especially in China. And that system is gonna spread, I think, to the US, etc. Um, but you can also look at it from a positive point of view. You could encourage people to buy certain products which are more eco-friendly. And you can kind of punish them for using products which came from very dirty industries or you know, I buy sometimes things from Amazon in Japan. Uh, it doesn't tell me when I buy a product that, hey, this product actually comes from China. So yeah, we're partnering with some company there, but it's actually from China. You know what? If they actually told me, okay, this product ships from China, I wouldn't buy that product because I know I, I don't want to be responsible for their transportation there by dirty trucks. Uh, dirty industry, dirty factory producing my product and then they ship it by air so again we have the air emissions etc so that would help a lot and uh, this I'm not sure this oh yeah okay so this is almost the last one here uh, you have to remember that the government can encourage certain subsidies so right now the, a lot of governments subsidize the oil and you know gas industry uh, fossil fuels basically they subsidize that uh, so they subsidize companies like mobile mobile Exxon etc these companies don't need more money I don't know how else to explain it to people 
but these companies do not need more money they already have enough but what's going to happen though what could happen is that the government starts to subsidize green projects so hey now we're going to take away the subsidies for, for fossil fuel and we're going to give those subsidies to renewable energies like solar solar plants etc uh, wind plants etc what what's going to happen then is that the the price that people can pay for the solar etc is going to drop and the price for coal is going to rise so eventually you you have that point there you have a tipping point where it's just not worth it anymore to keep using fossil fuels so the governments need to aggressively do that and they need to do that with uh, electric vehicles too stop giving subsidies to people who buy fossil fuel cars start giving subsidies to people who use hybrids or fully electric cars that's how you change the market and finally the last thing here uh, i'm not really sure where this comes from actually but it's an interesting statistic uh, it says that yes we can go 100 renewable at least in 139 countries probably the main countries here by 2050 like it is possible but it requires a huge effort and it's not going to happen if you just sit at home and you you watch some memes and you react to them that's not action that is not action at all so you can see here from the stats that actually solar has a huge share so what i'm gonna ask people to do and if if it's possible and if it if it's in your means to do that you have to start talking to your communities about this more you have to talk to them about solar panels like hmm, maybe it's worth putting it on the roof of your building etc like i live in a building uh our building does not have solar panels on the roof but the building in front of us has that okay so they have solar panels on the roof my job is to convince people of this apartment to try to do the same because this is the future anyway this is a starting point and then i have to convince them to put more plugs outside so people can plug in cars so if you just think about it for a second a person who lives right now in my apartment building and they have a car uh, maybe they are put off by the fact that oh wow uh, i have to drive a little bit to go charge my car mm, i can't drive i can't leave my car to charge overnight if i need to do that because we don't have any plugs so then i'm not gonna buy a green vehicle you see that's how people are thinking so if you start having let's say two plugs first and then you expand that to four six etc it might just push enough people to say hmm now it's a good time for me to get a, a renewable car so that's how you can shift industry uh, in a meaningful way and that's how you can change people's behavior in a meaningful way so anyway uh, that's what i wanted to cover today actually so again i just wanted to remind people that i am trying to bring this show back online i have not given up i i know it's hard and people are not watching unfortunately not enough anyway not enough people are watching but anyway i'm gonna try to do this more often and then next time i'm gonna do this a proper way with green screen etc i'm gonna cut out the intro 
and I'm just going to jump straight into topics. So hopefully I can cover many topics in a day. That's the plan. Maybe I can do two or three and then I can keep posting it, you know, Monday to Wednesday and then Friday I can do the show every time, every week. So that's the idea. We'll see how it goes. Um, Anyway, thanks for watching and uh, hopefully I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.